<laughs> Might have to leave that in the intro. Welcome back to another juicy episode of Water Hockey presented to you by the Water Hockey Fuck, by the Hockey Podcast Network and brought to you by DraftKings. As always, make sure to hop over to the DraftKings app and pop in promo code THPN to get in on all the action today and make damn sure to follow and like and share Water Hockey on all social media platforms. I don't know why I felt like I needed to be aggressive this week because the holidays are just around the corner. Uh, so I just yeah, went with geez, it. Man. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. Uh, let's catch up a little bit. We're back to our regularly scheduled hosting duties, producing duties, and all kinds of philosophy duties. Patrick, how was your weekend? It was good, man. Wait, Went before to... we continue, hold on. You Uh-oh. had a big test last week, and you fucking killed it, and you passed it, and you talked about being a little concerned about it. Let's let's what is it? Let's do the little snaps all the way around for absolutely <laughs> fucking wrecking the text. And uh, yeah, first and foremost, congratulations. And uh, yeah, tell us a little about the weekend. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I am not a podcast producer by trade. I'm a project manager, so I took the big uh, move this closer. The big certification that PMs work towards is the project management professional, and I've been I have three years experience now, so. For the past like two months, I've been on and off studying, and I thought for sure, I was like, I'm going to just bomb this. There's no way. I was super unconfident, so I was like, I'll just bomb it, but you get three tries, so I figured I could just reschedule it for a month later and actually study a lot harder, but uh, yeah, I got above target, which is like the upper range on all three major sections of like 60 questions each so i am officially a project management professional damn they were just paying you before right now you got the title we love to hear it they're about uh, to uh maybe i'll cut this out they're about to have to start paying me a lot more (laughs) put it that way (laughs) no yeah you shouldn't have to cut that out man they dollar dollar bills man yeah Times are Jeez. hard out there. You got to earn your keep. Yeah, that's uh, the way it goes. Next thing you know, you're going to end up with an OnlyFans account. Le- <laughs> Water fans. We call it Only Dads. Uh, moving only on. Dads. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I had a coworker who told me about that. I can't steal that idea. I would get uh, sued in no time. But yeah, it sounds like you striped that one right down the fairway. Uh, much like our friends over at the range striped down every party th- towards the fairway. Patrick, tell me a little bit more about the range. That was a fucking terrible segue. Go on. That's all right. You know, you can't win them all. You can win them all with the range, though. And let me tell you. (laughs) Before I dive into what the range is, I saw on their Instagram today at the range underscore golf. They will be at Lockwood Distillery or Lockwood Distilling Company. Not sure which out in Richardson this Thursday evening around six o'clock. It's uh free to the public i believe if you want to go check it out you can go hit some balls chat with the boys and it's a lot of fun basically it's the one-stop shop for all of your mobile golf simulation needs they have the projector they got the trackman technology you roll up or they roll up to you in instances outside of this thursday Uh they set everything up 
you say, I want to play for three hours and you can pick from over 150 courses. Their course list has expanded. I don't have it handy, but let me tell you, there's a lot of super nice courses that you'll likely never get to play because they're either private or cost prohibitive. Mm -hmm. If you want more information and get your smash factor tallied officially, (laughs) go to the range golf.com and Follow them on at the range underscore golf on Instagram for all of your golf content. That's where I saw the upcoming event. They post events on there all the time. Some private, some public. You just got to keep an eye out if you want to try it out before you uh, have them roll up to your house for a weekend. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Would highly recommend it. I am actually considering going out there on Thursday myself. Maybe I'll see See you there. So I like that little drop. I'll see you there. Thank you. (laughs) But let them bring the range to you. There's the tagline. There it is. That's what we were waiting for. Well, it sounds (laughs) like you had a great weekend. Uh, Stevie took you out. Congratulations, dinner. Uh, Again, uh, huge congrats all around. Jason, what's up, buddy? How was your weekend, man? Uh, It was solid. Uh, Saturday, didn't do too much. I was supposed to work in the morning. Uh, And then went to a wedding uh, Saturday night. A couple of my friends. uh, Chris and Claire got uh, married, so congratulations to the Helgados. Uh, but yeah, man, they were great. It was good Congrats. little uh, good little wedding. Uh, raged it all the way up until like eleven o'clock because I had, then I had to get home to the kiddo. You know how family life goes. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Sunday, watch the Cowboys get their ass just destroyed. But this is this is a hockey podcast. We're not going to talk about Cowboys football right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But it is sad. So I kept sad Jason game. in the game today. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. And they couldn't secure the bag. Uh, but, you know, you can secure the bag with our friends over at Conway Banks. That's the segue that we were looking for, boys. Yeah, man, absolutely. Guys, if you are looking to replace that old moldy hockey bag with the busted zipper, go check out ConwayandBanks.com. They make premium quality bags that are just built to last. They include those removable organizers to keep all your gear organized. And they keep everything dry with those waterproof materials and those giant vents on the side. Uh, my favorite feature is that built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those nasty-ass locker rooms. So go uh, check out the link in our bio. You'll be sure to find one that you love. It comes in three different sizes and colors. Uh, it comes in the navy, the gold light red, uh, and then the classic black. Go to our go to the link in our bio. Go to the website, conwaybanks.com. Use the code WHATAHOCKEY15 to get your gear 15% off. And get your gear to the rink in style. Style, 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 style. style. Well, before we bring on our guests, we got a couple more things that we got to clean up. A little bit of maintenance. Huge shout out to El Pylons. Uh, we're the little pylons, but I like calling us the El Pylons. Huge comeback I win. Pylons pequeños. Down, yeah, pylons pequeños. El Pylons. We're down three to zero in the first. Came storming back. Just an all around team effort. Unbelievable effort by everybody. Uh, and a huge shout out to the uh, Puppers. Uh, e-league team out in richardson for supplying everyone with hot dogs and hamburgers and italian sausages Uh, those guys are just really nice people what a what a great group of people just from top to bottom uh another great group of people are over at sauce toss make sure to check out saucetoss.com for bags for beauties uh it's cornhole for hockey players hashtag bag for beauties and use code wada hockey to get 10 percent off your purchase it's right in time for the holidays so make sure to head over there really exciting stuff coming up on the show but first, we want to kick it over. 
We've got another round of the presidential address with Mike Waddell brought to you by Texas Hockey Apparel. As always, check out texashockeyapparel.com for all your Texas hockey apparel needs. Speaking of Texas hockey apparel really quick, I just saw today that they are dropping uh, UNT gear. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. I'm so pumped. Yeah, we'll be it's going like the into the colliding. We'll be going into the Americans College Classic. If you didn't check out our new uh, episodic series called Extra Sauce, Jacob Rabito with the All Americans was on with us this week talking about the Americans College Classic. You've heard us talk about it. Make sure to check out allenamericans.com for tickets or go to the respective schools on their bios and links and check out their uh, respective links to get the tickets to their college games at the Credit Union of Texas Event Center. Proceeds from their links will go back to the programs. They're all self-made millionaires. And by that, I mean they, they're they not. Uh, they're self-made kids. They're club-level hockey teams. Uh, they run by fundraisers. So go check them out. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to send it over to Mike Waddell for the presidential address, and we'll be right back with our guest of the week. All right, we are back with another edition of the presidential address with Mike Waddell, the president of the local ECHL affiliate of the Seattle Kraken, Allen Americans. Mike, welcome back. How are you feeling? Doing great, Jeff. Getting ready for an exciting two-game set at the Credit Union of Texas Event Center coming up this weekend as the Americans are at home against Kansas City on Saturday night and against the Wichita Thunder on Sunday. Ought to be a great time and double headers both days, in fact. Yeah, we spoke on that a little bit last week. We've got the uh, the Americans College Classic on Sunday and preceded by the Americans uh Featuring the veteran teams. Tell us a little bit more about that for the folks that didn't hear about the veterans uh, team on on Saturday before the Kansas City Mavericks game. Well, the Dallas Warriors are a DFW-based hockey team composed of U.S. military veterans, and their mission is to give disabled vets a positive way to rehab. And we've done things with them throughout the years. We're excited to welcome the Dallas Warriors and their rivals from Oklahoma in for a game this Saturday. And that's just part of our veterans uh, celebration that we'll be doing this uh, weekend. And really, every game here are our friends our corporate partners across the board do a great job of supporting the vets. And we have a, a great partner in advocacy behavior consulting that works with us. And we're going to talk about them a number of times in today's address. But uh, ABC does a great job in promoting veterans issues. And they work with us to uh, go out and, and put forth a $4 discount for veterans every game out there. So we're excited to have the vets come out, be a part of this uh, event and both on the ice and in the crowd. And then other ways that fans can uh, get tickets if they're veterans come through our Pass the Puck program, where both fans and corporate partners alike donate tickets back to the cause, and then through our partnership with VetTix. So we're very excited about what we're able to do with the Dallas Warriors and to have them again join us for this doubleheader coming up on Saturday. Yeah, speaking of uh, doubleheaders, we've also got one on Sunday. The Americans College Classic, uh, the brainchild of Jace, uh, Jacob Rubito, is going to get underway with TCU and Dallas Baptist facing off against each other at 1230. Uh, doors open at noon, I believe, there at the Credit Union of Texas right. Event Center. Um, for those that are listening, again, we've said it before, make sure to find those facets. The TCU and Dallas Baptist University both have links uh, in their social media outlets Make sure you click those because those benefits from the ticket sales kind of go back to them. Like we talked about with Jacob before, uh, these are club-run teams. They'll only go through fundraisers. That's how they make their money, so make sure to help them out. Um, but throughout the entire weekend, there is also going to be the uh, Pack the Truck going on. Tell us a little bit more about that and the Red Lamp Foundation. 
Well, on Saturday, we're packing the truck for the Bob Skaggs Memorial Food Drive. That is a Salvation Army uh, endeavor, and we're taking non-perishable food there. On Sunday, we're doing a uh, pack the truck with the Coalition for the Homeless here in Collin County. And there we're asking for blankets, toiletries, underwear, socks, anything that the homeless can make uh, need of. And, you know, it's, it's that time of the year. You know, we're starting to get a little bit colder outside. We want to be able to take care of our uh, our homeless citizens and do the best we can here. We also have uh, other things that we'll be doing throughout the winter to uh, address that need through our Red Lamp Foundation. So very proud of what Anna Gonzalez is doing with the Red Lamp Foundation and what our partners are doing to try to give back to the community. Yeah, absolutely. You can find all that information more at the Allen Americans website, allenamericans.com. You can also find tickets there at allenamericans.com. Uh, speaking of the holidays, though, uh, we've got a fun little event coming up for the season ticket holders, the American Americans Holiday Lights Spectacular. Uh, tell us a little bit more about this. Uh, tell us how the season ticket members can get involved and, and what this all entails. Well, we have a partner that I've mentioned before, Advocacy Behavior Consulting. Mike and Deb Hollum are the owners. They've been past partners of the Allen Americans. They're back this year, and they wanted to bring back this uh, promotion, uh, put a fresh name on it this year. But it's uh, really simple. For our season ticket members, we're always looking for ways, Jeff, to give more value to our STMs. And they will have the opportunity. If you're a season ticket member, even if you're not right now, you have until Friday, November 13th, to go ahead and buy those season tickets. And then you get a chance to be a part of this and some other contests coming up over the course of the year. But the Holiday Light Spectacular means that you're going to send in a photo and a 100-word explanation of your wackiest holiday photo. Okay, and then we're going to take all those. We're going to pick a winner and then they're going to get courtesy of Advocacy Behavior Consulting. They're going to have the opportunity to get a one-level holiday lights uh, display installed and then removed. Plus, we have fresh snow coming to your yard. We'll make a little display right there, and it may or may not have a, uh, a cutout of either Steve Martinson or Biscuit the Bulldog that we'll put right there in your yard. Now, they'll be holidayed up, of course, but uh, it's just part of the fun that we're trying to have as we get ready for the uh, holiday season. Only two games here in November, but trying to pack a lot into these two games and over the next couple of weeks with this promotion, the Americans Holiday Light Spectacular, of course, brought to you by Advocacy Behavior Consulting and our friends at Fast Signs Plano. That sounds awesome. And the contest looks like it's open up to all active uh, season ticket members who register by November 13th, and the entries must be submitted by November 24th. So for the season ticket members that listen to the show, first and foremost, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoy it. Also, get those entries in so we can see those. Uh, Mike, one last thing before we wrap this one up. Uh, we do got to give some praise to one of the guys. Uh, to the fans, if you've seen or been to the uh, Credit Union of Texas Arena from the north entrance, you'll see these amazing luxury cars. So those are brought to you by the 24-hour DFW Diamond Luxury Car Rental. Uh, and we have our first official three stars of the game player of the month for October. Uh, tell us who that is and tell us a little bit more about the 24-hour DFW Diamond Luxury Car Rental. Well, that's the, the captain, of course. We're talking about Spencer Asichek. He is our uh, first winner of this award. And on his birthday coming up on November 22nd, he's going to be driving around in one of these brilliant rides from Daniel McNaught and the folks at DFW Diamond Luxury Car Rental. This is a great place. You can get Corvettes, Porsches, 
Toyota Supers. They got a brand new BMW that they just bought, which is out of this world. I can't wait mm -hmm. to have a chance to drive that. And again, with this contest, fans are also going to have a chance to win as well. Starting in November, we're going to pick one lucky season ticket member that's also going to get the chance to have a, a one-day rental as long as they're 25 and they can provide valid <laughs> uh, auto insurance. But you know, it's just we, we have so many great partners here with the Allen Americans, both on the season ticket member side and on the corporate side. And we've talked about a couple of those here today, the Advocacy Behavior Consulting and then also uh, our friends at uh, DFW Diamond Luxury Car Rental. Just great top notch uh, partners and want to give back to the fans as well as our players and to the uh, community. So very fortunate about that. And one thing, Jeff, if you would uh, allow me to uh, share one thing we will be having a jersey auction of the jerseys that we wear on Saturday night. They are special Alzheimer's awareness jerseys. If you'll notice on our uh, social media platforms this week, mm -hmm. all of our branding has turned to purple because we have partnered with Heritage Ranch and the Ranchers for a Cure to drive attendance at this game on Saturday night. Going to be a huge crowd out here, just like opening night. And we're going to uh, celebrate the uh, awareness campaign that we're putting out to fight the uh, battle against Alzheimer's. My mom and my grandmother both suffered from this. It's something very personal to me, as it is with everybody. It's hard to find somebody that's not been touched by this tremendously awful uh, affliction. And we're doing our best right here with the Allen Americans to raise awareness again with our friends at Heritage Ranch and Ranchers for a Cure. But that'll come up on Saturday night and the auctions will be held online with Dash Auctions. You can connect to them on our website, but also through our brand new Americans Game Day app. And that's available through the Apple Store and also through the Google Store for Android customers. Yeah, and like I said before, if you haven't been to one of these games, make sure you download the app. A lot of great causes happening, particularly this weekend. And like you said, a lot packed in in a very little time when you guys have just a few home games there at the Credit Union of Texas Defense Center in November. Uh, but, Mike, thank you again so much for coming on. And as always, make sure to visit allenamericans.com for tickets, for details, anything that you need as far as Allen Americans goes, allenamericans.com has, Allen has it. Uh, Mike, any parting words? Hey, just want uh, fans to come out and have a great time. The Allen Americans are uh, your hockey team. We've gotten uh, four championships since 2013, looking to uh, make some waves this year as well. And I have a sneaking suspicion that it might get a little physical on Saturday night. Might have to crank up the Elton John. Saturday night's all right for fighting <laughs> because I, I believe there were 71 penalty minutes in the uh, Allen-Kansas City game uh, last weekend. And I'll bet you that it's going to get physical again. So uh, looking forward to seeing uh, Marty in the red hit the ice back here at the uh, arena, hopefully wearing those purple jerseys on uh, Saturday night with uh, the Alzheimer's Awareness Campaign. And just always look forward to seeing our friends who are our fans and who, without whom none of us have jobs. So we're very thankful to have them. Absolutely. It is time to give thanks. Well, Mike, thank you so much for coming on, and we will be back again with you next week for another edition of the Presidential Address. Thanks a lot, Jeff. The NHL season is underway and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice and in the world in my opinion. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. 
everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net next to you big. Win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and a $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And thanks again to Mike Waddell for coming on. Uh, like he was saying, thanks, check Mike. out. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Stick taps, snaps. Uh, <laughs> make sure to hit AllenAmericans.com to get your tickets for this weekend's upcoming games against Kansas City and Wichita. Should be a pretty interesting weekend. You've got double the hockey for both games with the veterans before the Kansas City game on Saturday and the first game of the Americans College Classic before the Wichita and Americans game on Sunday. You guys heard us talk about the Stars last week. This is going to be an American-centric show this week. Uh, yeah. The Stars are just absolutely disappointing as shit per usual. Uh, Coach Bones is going absolutely loco above his neckline. We don't know what this guy's doing with his lines. He's juggling like Will Ferrell did with the invisible balls in the office. If you know, you know. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into what we got coming up. First and foremost, we are so thankful for all the guests that come on this show. This next guy is joining the podcast. He is the pride of the University of Alberta, spending time with the Sherwood Park Flyers, Squires, Kings, and Crusaders. He's a former member of the Edmonton Oil Kings of the WHL and now in his second full season with the Allen Americans. Ben Carroll, welcome to Wada Hockey. Thanks for having me, boys. I got to say, when I was looking and doing the research on on the one Ben Carroll, I was like, this guy went from playing from the, the Flyers to the Squires back to back. The name changes and the rhymes <laughs> were just absolutely immaculate. So Honestly, that was when you were thing. saying that, I was kind of confused. I didn't I did not even remember that was what <laughs> they were called. Sounds like Marshall Manners. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the new beer league hockey name, the Flyers and Squires. It's all one thing. Um, well, so this is a young season already. Uh, you're, you guys are six games in the ECHL season. Uh, firstly, you guys just got back from your first road trip. How are you feeling so far uh, with this current season? You guys are sitting, I believe, 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. What a lot of people fail to realize or don't realize is the ECHL is almost always a brand new team from season to season. So... You guys had, uh, I think, eight skaters that returned. But how are you feeling? How was your off season, and how are you adapting to this new season? I think it's been all right so far. Like you said, we're, we don't have the record that maybe we would want coming out of the gate. But it is early, so there's always time to improve there. But uh, the off season was good. I uh, Canada's kind of it's been a bit of a mess with COVID, and it's still right. pretty uh, pretty messy up there. So. It was it wasn't ideal all, all the time in the off season with training and skating and all that kind of shit. But other than that, like it was pretty, it was it was good enough. So kind of made the most of what we could do. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, a lot of people don't take it to account too that obviously Canada and, and the U.S. surprise are different countries and and have dealt with this <laughs> pandemic, uh, which we've defeated in Texas apparently in different ways. But uh, how how was it? <laughs> How was it? So last season, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was your first full professional season, right? Yeah, that's correct. 
So how was it coming into, I mean, easily the most insane season of hockey for any league from top to bottom? Uh, how was that coming from college at University of Alberta and being thrust into just an absolute shit show of a pandemic-ridden hockey season? Uh, it, it was pretty crazy at first. I'll, uh, I will admit that. Um, kind of the biggest change from college like um, was just like we only played two games a week there. So And then last year, like you said, it was kind of a mess with COVID. So we played – sometimes we were playing five games a week here last year, which was a little bit insane coming from – from two and doubling that and more. So I think that was kind of the biggest adjustment, but I would say I just kind of fell back on, because when I played in the WHL, we had ridiculous schedules. Sometimes we'd be playing one game in BC and then we'd have to drive six or seven hours overnight to play a game in Alberta and then drive back to BC the next day. So I think, I think that kind of helped having a, a little bit of shit show experience, if you will. So I think other, like, like you said, it was it was crazy though. There's nothing you can compare it to, really. And and honestly, I think it was a cool experience to watch from the outside in because you know a, a lot of people don't know how last year's American team just seemed different. It was a special group of guys. Uh, Coach Steve Martinson usually fields a pretty sizable roster, and by that I mean big dudes, big bruiser type yeah. dudes um, with good speed, good on their feet. Um, but big on the body. And I felt like last season was a lot more agile. It was speed. It was more quickness and it was more puck control. But yeah, seeing you kind of transition from that to this, uh, I, uh, another transition question, obviously you went to college in Canada, uh, university of Alberta and the culture at colleges in the U S I, is it drastically different? Is there a big difference outside of maybe just the fact that college football here might be just a little bit more insane or is it pretty much do you feel like you got the same experience as you would have gotten say if you would have gone to a university in the u.s i don't know that's kind of tough i've i've definitely heard the the crazy stories about the football down here and that's that's not the case at all in canada like canada Mm -hmm. i'd say football's a little bit lower on the totem pole so there's definitely no penn state whiteout type things going on up there but um I'd say for the most part, it was it would be pretty similar from a like if you're playing hockey here or hockey in Canada versus somewhere in the, in the NCAA. Like I've talked to a few of the guys that that played in college in the states, and we kind of have similar stories and similar experiences. So I, I wouldn't say I missed out, but I, I definitely feel like it probably would have been a little bit different, just culturally, if nothing else. Yeah, your uh, your Saturdays might have been a little bit more busy. I think if you were beneath the border uh but makes complete (laughs) sense uh i'm curious too you came straight out of college what was the transition or what was the experience like and and how soon did you know that the americans had uh interest in bringing you down here to to join this franchise uh well the the first time i came down was right, right like you said right as i finished school and i had talked to marty a couple times um, just as soon as our season ended. So we, uh, we lost out earlier than, I mean, our team generally does, um, up North. So like we have a, a decent reputation for being a pretty good team up there. So, um, it was a bit of a surprise that we were kind of out of it a little bit earlier than, than we wanted to be. And then Marty kind of reached out and I think it probably honestly only took a week before I was down here. Um, so it was, it was a pretty a pretty quick turnaround all in all, but it, it was good. It was kind of nice to kind of 
keep playing hockey. I was done my pretty much done my degree, so I finished my classes online. So it was it was nice for me to be able to keep playing for. I mean, I thought it was going to be a few months, but it ended up being only a a handful of games and maybe a month of hockey. So how how does that call like typically go? Like when they when they tell you that you know, hey, we want you to come down here and play. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. Honestly, Marty Marty's a pretty uh, cut to the chase kind of guy, so. He was pretty much just like, yeah, like we want to have you down if uh, if that's something you want to do, and if you can get your classes figured out, then that'd be awesome. So, honestly, the battle was with my teachers at school. There was a couple of them that uh, that weren't too happy with it, but for the most part, they were pretty good. Not their decision. Got to be with it. <laughs> yeah, my, my body, my choice. My body, my choice. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with that transition from Canada to probably the furthest thing from Canada you could find in Texas. How's that been for you so far? <clears throat> How are you adjusting, especially, uh, I mean, you're close to Dallas, but Allen is uh, kind of small town, North Texas, a little bit. I've, I've honestly loved it here. It's a it's a really nice place to live. <laughs> Again, if uh, I'm taking temperatures like this every day of the week over what's going on where I'm from, so I feel like they probably have snow already up there right now, so... I think that's a that's a huge advantage of playing down here for sure. It's a it's an excellent spot to live, and we have a really good setup. So it's been it's been really good. I've enjoyed my time here so far. What's uh What would you say has been the biggest uh, outside of the temperatures? Because I feel like everyone we talk to that's from from Canada <laughs> has been like the the temperatures are absolutely insane. Yeah, it's hot as fuck down here in the summer. Yeah, yeah it's what, honestly uh, unbearable at some points. Oh, absolutely yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's same. I'm 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 built like a Yeti cooler. I like to say because I can <laughs> yeah. I can maintain temperature, but once it gets too yeah. hot, it's game over. What what other than that has been kind of the the biggest culture shock for you? Uh, I don't know, man. Honestly, there hasn't been too many crazy culture shocks. Like Alberta's <laughs> about as close to Texas as you're gonna get in Canada, so it hasn't been yeah. crazy. I've had quite a few. Like if I go to a restaurant or something to eat, you'll get the like the occasional. Oh, you have a weird accent. Like, where are you from? Type thing. But again, again, that's probably the most outrageous. And and the barbecue here is lights out. So that's oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that's a shock thing, but that's just something that I've really enjoyed. <laughs> it's what's it's the, lights what's out. The best one you've been to? Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Uh, I went to Terry Black's last year, and I thought oh, that okay. one was really good. Yeah, that Terry one's Black's phenomenal. Is yeah, we yeah, also went to that uh, that invasion. Have you guys been there? Oh, okay. Wait, who uh-huh. do we talk? We talked to somebody yeah, about this. Someone was on the show that talked about this. I had it the other day. They have a chicken sandwich called the Cardi yeah. B. It's yeah, out of it's, this world. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, you Wait, guys got to try that. It's down in Deep Elm, I think, right? I, you know what? It might have been Dudes. No, I think it yeah, was. I, honestly, it probably was Dudes because Dudes and I talk about that. Yeah, they have some of the most insane food. They have the Cardi B, the Nash D, which is a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Uh, we met the guy, who, the owner, uh, a couple of my coworkers and I went. And he like cooked all these cookies. They have these cinnamon toast crunch, like rice crispy treats. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, I think like, I think everything you can get there is just dynamite. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's night night. Like you you eat stuff like that, <laughs> and it's just you're automatically taking a nap. So um, yeah, the food down here is ridiculous. One quick suggestion about barbecue that's up near y'all and Allen. Go to I think it's called Big Ray's. It's like off Main Street. It's like a little oh, yeah. house, but I, it's like family run. They have a big ass jug of Kool Aid as one of their drink <laughs> options. So I was like, oh, yeah. oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> and that's it's when you delicious. know it's real, eh? Yeah. yeah. Like just pure red sugar. 
Try, check it out. It's it's well worth it. All right. Have to add that one to the list. I was about to say, don't do not do it before a game day. You might want to give it four days <laughs> right. and let the body Be, bounce back. Yeah. Uh, okay, Definitely, so... We're not be on, like a road trip or anything like that either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see I could see everyone on the bus getting super upset coming in hot yeah. with that. With that <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if I could afford those fines. <laughs> You'll be you'll be in the bathroom Fair. stall, bathroom seat the entire ride. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we just recently had your old linemate Les Lancaster on the show. Uh, great guy, probably the biggest fan of water hockey. Uh, he hasn't said it, but you can just tell in his voice. He's over in Finland, which we found out was make believe, but turned out to be real. Uh, thanks, internet. Uh, we're huge in Finland, by the way. A lot of segues in this sentence <laughs> leading up to this question. Uh, basically, uh, do you guys still keep in touch? I think he's he talked about it when we had him on that you guys still have like a little text chat going. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and I talk. I a few messages here and there, probably every day. So uh, yeah, it's been good. Awesome. He's I think he's enjoying it over there. And him and I kind of we became pretty close last year. Like you said, we were deep partners for a good a good chunk of the year. So no, he's uh, him and Lambs are both great guys. And yeah, I still talk. Again, the time change is a little bit messed up over there. He's a few hours ahead of us so it gets tough sometimes when you know he'll be sleeping and that's kind of the middle of our day but yeah we still keep in touch for sure yeah i always feel bad i, I forget that he's like seven hours ahead and i'll, I'll text <laughs> yeah. him or I'll, I'll shoot him a, i'll shoot him a message at like 4 p.m and i'll be like oh i just woke his ass up that's mean yeah uh <laughs> i have one really quick um you mentioned being a d guy with less and everything i always like to ask questions like this you know did you always are- play d our philosophical guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what got you? I don't even. I don't even know. Honestly, like, I would love to give you a, a good answer, but I don't think I have one. I uh, I think I just kind of always. You lined always up there just, one day and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, when I was when I was seven <laughs> years old, I thought yeah, it'd be cool because there was only two of them instead of three. I don't know. <laughs> More ice you time. See that blue line right there? Hug it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is where I'm locking down. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of less. And you guys are a little bit off in age. Uh, there's a little bit of a gap there. And now that he's overseas, he's playing in essentially a different style of hockey. But when you guys played together, did you pick things up from him? Or did you see things that you kind of were like, okay, I'm going to put these into my repertoire or my game and see if it can help me elevate a little bit? I mean, when you have a guy that's that's that good, I think you have to. There's no way you can. What did he have? He had 26 goals last year as a D man. He, he was unreal. Yeah. Something like 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 what is that? I think you have to <laughs> you have to pick up little things here and there. Like just watching. He was always one thing I actually really remember about him is he was always pretty intense in practice. Like if I was, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of a, a lighter mood type of guy. Like I'm not gonna be, you know, I get I get pissed off every once in a while, but I'm not gonna be screaming at guys all the time to like do this or do that. So. I found that was one thing that I kind of noticed about him right away is he's always he's always on he's always intense he's always trying to like do something make a play you know get better I mean it sounds pretty cliche but he he honestly is like he's that so I think that's one of the bigger things for sure yeah and it showed in his game I mean he led all almost all or he led all defensemen he was second in MVP voting in the ECHL last year and you know what do you think? A uh, couple more questions before we move on from this tummy sticks. Uh, what do you think of the gold bucket method over in uh, oh European God. style of play? Because he says it's like a target on your back that every other team knows that's the guy with the most points. We've got to get after it because he's already that guy, he's won that in a couple can, games. 
Yeah, that guy can say whatever he wants. He loves it. He loves the attention, and don't let him feed you any other shit. Because <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if you think about it, like, you if there's a guy on the other team that's leading the league in points, you're going to know no matter what color his helmet is. Yeah. So what you're saying is we're not going to see Ben Carroll in bleach blonde hair anytime soon, mimicking the Les Lancaster look. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can pull that one off. It takes a certain type of guy. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's he's got a great handicap in golf. So I mean, it works. He out, is a, whatever he, he wants. is a good golfer. I hate. I honestly hate this because I hate saying good shit about that guy. But he is. A, yeah, he's a good golfer. <laughs> okay, then give us some dirt. Give us one thing that you can give Les a hard time on here. That's that's appropriate, and he won't oh, be like, I can't God. believe he said that. Appropriate. I don't know if there's any appropriate things. Like that's fair. That guy's well, got. We can, we can I don't know. keep it. Yeah, inappropriate. We, it's fine. Yeah, we. Can, I mean, does he chew with his mouth open? Does he snore? <laughs> does he grind his teeth when he sleeps? He seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> no, that guy's. He's he's borderline nocturnal. Honestly, he would like he would be texting me, like when he was here, he'd text me like four in the morning some nights. I'd be like, man, what are you up to? Like, there's no way you're just awake right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy. So I don't know. Has, I don't know if I have any like good dirt on him it's bad i wish no, i did he has no off switch i mean the guy plays golf and he plays hockey and he bleaches his hair blonde it's that's, that's really it. what it boils yep. down to yeah. uh <laughs> that's life so he uses purple talk shampoo little, that's kind of i, I mean know, I, I, i've heard that's great i've heard that's great if you if you bleach your hair i'm not yeah, gonna i lie. guess yeah you gotta maintenance you know yeah you gotta i mean that's good good on him good for him for keeping it up i don't know if they have <laughs> the, the right dye over in finland though that's the same shampoo <laughs> i use the purple one well, I mean, gotta, look at the lettuce you rock. Yeah, I was about to say, you, you, there's some serious upkeep on that hair you got going. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to say that Jason has the best hair on this show, and not even by a long oh, shot. I've got I a just shitty mullet today, right too. now. See, it's, it's just dirt in the face. It's dirt in the face. I've got like a shitty, fuzzy <laughs> mullet. But uh, before we dive into a couple more personal questions as far as like what, what you've got going on in your in your life, but let's, let's talk about the game of hockey because obviously – Growing up in Canada, it's like a religion up there, right? So was yeah. it one of those things where it was just like everybody else was was playing and you were like, I want to do that, and then you found yourself just excelling ahead of everybody? Or is there a certain person that you looked up to that helped you kind of fall in love with the game a little bit more to where you wanted to play at the next level? I, I mean, it's, I think it's a combination. Like you said, it is, it, it is a religion in Canada. Like everybody plays hockey, especially – when it's cold in the winter, everybody's got their backyard rings, you know, you're playing on the pond and all that type of stuff. So I think it kind of, it kind of is in your life a little bit, even if you don't want to play it. I think that that would be the same answer for how I started. We had, uh, my parents, I grew up on an acreage kind of just in rural Alberta, just outside of Edmonton. And, um, we had a little pond in our, in the, called it the back 40, just the backfield. And, um, I think that's how I got into it. I started skating, a few times when I was, you know, three or four or whatever. And then I started playing when I was five. And I think the first time <laughs> my mom always tells this story. The first time I went to the rink, I, I went, I got all dressed and I went to go at the gate and I just turned around and started crying. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And so I just went back, I went back in the dressing room and then, so they had to convince my sister to play hockey. So I would go out on the ice and play. So oh, see, that's what <laughs> I can just imagine. What is it that TikTok or that vine where, was it from Holes where he's like, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. And the grandpa goes, it's too damn bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. But, yeah, my uh, uh, my mom played hockey a little bit when I was younger. So 
I think that helped too. My dad can't even skate. He was uh, he played basketball and and uh, baseball and softball and stuff like that. So okay, so okay, we got to ask then. Did you develop any fandoms outside of hockey uh, with your dad playing all those sports? And has it changed at all since you've moved down to Texas? Because I'm sure you've seen how absolutely insane some of these uh, franchises can have their fans get. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked all sports because my like my dad would always be watching basketball. My dad loves hockey too, but he would be watching basketball or watching baseball on TV and stuff like that. So I played baseball a bit as a kid too. Um, but yeah, down here it's something else, and it's actually funny. My dad's favorite team is the Cowboys, so I'm trying. Nice. We're trying to. Last year they couldn't really travel Shame. because of all the restrictions and stuff in right. Canada. So I think this year I'm going to try to get him down here and see if I can take him to a game. Was That'd he a big awesome. uh, Edmonton Eskimos fan too? No, he actually wasn't. He uh, he's from Nova Scotia and lived in Ontario for a bit, so he likes the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the oh, CFL. I always cheer him about. What is it? The Ottawa Red Blacks? Is that them? Yeah, that's so, there's a yeah. team there too. Yeah, I always cheer him about the Tiger Cats too because they're kind of shitty. But <laughs> hey, I was they, a big they, they, I was did, a big uh, Tiger Cats fan for, for really a Johnny of Manziel. Days. Yeah, yeah, big Johnny yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, his, his career took off after the Ticats. Uh, <laughs> having a lot of success as a football player nowadays. Yeah, he's quite the yacht. Down at the um, Cheddars at, in Ohio. Yeah, probably punching out guests. Uh, so when it comes to the sport of hockey, obviously, like you said, it's something that's kind of been ingrained in your culture. Uh, if you could pick any NHLer, uh, current or past, to compare your game to, who would it be and why? Holy shit. Yeah, I'm going deep. Yeah, that's uh I don't even know, man. I When I was a kid, I always uh I loved Nick Lidstrom, so I always tried to okay. be he was real good defensively. I mean, obviously he put up <laughs> good numbers too and that's something I mean, I've tried to do. I haven't I haven't been I'm no less Lancaster on the offensive side of the puck, so <laughs> um but I think I think that's someone I don't, I don't know if I'd say I play like him, but that's someone I've tried to kind of emulate a little bit just because he was so he was so responsible defensively you know he played 100 minutes a night and like you know it was just someone that I've always wanted to kind of be just the kind of player that a a coach would never worry about putting on the ice you know just responsible you kind of know where you're going to get type thing yeah I think I mean you always want to kind of be the grinder especially when you're on the defensive side of things you want to have long shifts I know it's kind of annoying to get called off in the middle of a shift when you feel like it you're just plowing through it uh As far as the team goes this year with the Americans, how how do you feel like the locker locker room is? Uh, not so much in comparison to last year, because like I said, every team is different. The personalities have take a little time to mesh. But how do you feel the locker room has meshed so far this season? It's been pretty good. I think again, it, it's early and it always gets tighter and tighter. But right. for uh, for the start and for the a group of guys that you like you said before, there was. Um, six or whatever, six or seven of us returning from last year. I think that makes it a, a little bit tougher, but it's it's coming together pretty well. And I think as we move forward, it'll just keep getting better. Yeah, and I think something that a lot of people fail to realize too is you guys have a lot of what they call contract guys. So these are guys that are essentially more or less going to be with Allen for the entirety of the season. So uh, looking at that, do you see that as an opportunity to learn from a lot of these guys? Because a a lot of them are a little bit older in the terms of ECHL years. So, um, you know, are you looking at taking advantage of that situation to kind of pick their brains and try and adapt some of that knowledge to the style of play or basically how you want to project your career from here? 
I think so, yeah, for sure. Definitely when you when you get guys like uh, like Asichuk and Costello and Combs and you know those those veteran guys that have kind of been around and they've done a bunch of different things with hockey and gone different places and have different experiences. I think it's always good to kind of, I guess, go to that well for for the knowledge and for mm-hmm. I guess like for the experience. So I think it is a big advantage and kind of moving forward, I think we have a, we have a good mix of kind of older guys and young guys. So I think. Mm-hmm. I think the young guys will be able to take advantage of it as well. So it'll be nothing but but beneficial for us as a team. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting to watch. Like we've talked about with Mike and we talked about a little bit with dudes, uh, the Credit Union of Texas Event Center now as it's known. <laughs> Credit uh, Union of uh, Texas Arena. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I might have got chirped <laughs> for that one. Um, yeah, it's it looks, fan, it looks fantastic with the new uh, with the updated lights and sounds. And uh, you guys got a new ice guy, so – how, how has that kind of been as far as the ice goes? Because I know that makes a huge difference from arena to arena. Has the ice been pretty good so far this year with the new uh, new layout? Yeah, I think at home it's been really good. Um, we, we played in uh, Wichita on Friday, and yeah. it, w- it was horrible. It honestly felt like we were playing in a parking lot. And apparently they've had a couple games canceled there because of the ice before. So, oh, I mean, wow. not to not to bash anyone, but it, uh, it wasn't – it wasn't great. It got pretty bad. So I've been happy with uh, with how we've had it at home here. We've been treated well. No, I was, I was actually – no, that's right. I was on the ice on Friday and up now, and we had a conference up there. I forgot all about that and catch up. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you had to to sneak the uh, picture of the, the Wada Hockey Dashboard. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'll be on the ice tomorrow skating. We'll see. Uh, not for the Americans. Uh, they can't afford me. But uh, – <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm dog shit and a half. So, okay, that's enough of like the serious or er questions. Seriouser. Um, I'm gonna make more, up words. More serious. More seriouser. No, uh, seriouser. It's more seriouser. Yeah. What is? This is a two parter. What so far has <laughs> been the most memorable story from your time in the sport of hockey? Oh my god. Uh, I think uh, this is a bit of a humble brag, but. Um, when I was my first year, my first year in Edmonton in the dub, we we actually won Memorial Cup. So when we when we came back to the city, I wasn't I didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, you know, we're just hung over, nursing our wounds on the plane home, and then we get home, and there's there was actually a decent amount of people at the airport. We kind of we flew on to like we I think we chartered there, so we flew on just to the tarmac, and which was cool. Feel pretty showtime doing that. And then we kind of took the, the the cups for uh, a little romp around Edmonton, did a little whiteout stuff. We got we honestly got a little bit more attention than I was expecting, so that, I think that was pretty cool. Just kind of to have a bit of it was just the, the recognition more than anything was a little just surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, and awesome. it's got to be one of those things where you get a taste of it and you're like, okay, I, I got to figure out a way to get back here somehow. That's exactly it. Yeah, as soon as you win, you just want you want to win everything every year. That's awesome. Okay, so that's the most memorable. What's the funniest? <laughs> There's got to be something. You've got to have something in the repertoire. You got to have something in the bank ready to cash out on. <laughs> I don't know, man. And it can be recent. It can be from last season, even with the Americans. Whatever, whatever comes to mind first. There's got to be something with personalities like Lancaster, Lamons, <laughs> Zane Franklin being one of them. Yeah. I mean, that that uh... kid's a nut. <laughs> I think we had so many last year. It's just hard to pick like a random thing. I don't know. We had our, our bus broke down once last year and the boys were getting pretty, uh, 
I don't know. Like, am I allowed? To, am I allowed to talk about that? I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for that. But um, we, uh, I think we were on the way. We were on the way back from Tulsa. We had played that night in Tulsa. We we're on the way home. I don't know if last night I told you guys this already, but we, uh, I think it, we blew a tire actually on the bus. Is what happened. And we ended up, we were, we were, it was at like two in the morning. We're on the road or we're sitting on the, literally on the side of the highway until six 30 in the morning to get this tire Ooh. replaced. And then we play that night at home. So we get home at like nine in the morning and have to be at the rink at five. So, I mean, Ooh. I don't know if that's funny, but on the bus, we had some, we had some tired guys with some, <laughs> with some stupid shit going on. So we had to find a way to kill some time. Okay. A little delirium. So- yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's like when you're 10 years old and you stay up till three in the morning and everything's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly that's, what it was. That's me now at 9 p.m. most nights. So <laughs> yeah. I completely Jeez. get it. Is there a go-to show on the bus or was there a go-to show on the bus last season? Uh, like as a team, you mean, or just for me? Uh, both. If there was one for the team, then then yeah. I think a lot of guys last year were were into like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. I'm not a huge uh, yeah, TV weird. guy. I, I uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge I'm not huge into like Netflix shows and stuff like that. I watched uh, Money Heist on Netflix. It was was one I was going with last year, which is pretty good. Um, I've heard good things. I've never watched it. Is it? It's, it's in Spanish. Yeah. Is it Spanish? Yeah, it's kind of annoying sometimes with the subtitles. But if you can kind of block that out it's a pretty good show that's how i mean that's how it was with squid games i actually did the english dub because i'm too lazy to read uh <laughs> so i had to i had to listen to the horrible voice acting uh didn't affect the show for me i thought it was fantastic but yeah i haven't my my roommate and i were gonna start that one i, I don't know what do you think absolutely watch, watch it in korean with the subtitles okay i watched it okay. with the english dub also and i i hear the koreans a lot better okay well, i mean it's their native language i would hope it's better um I mean, at least the voice will like sync up with the mouth. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That, I think that's the worst part is when the, like the actors are talking and it doesn't work at all. Yeah, yeah. It's you. I don't want to watch Kermit if I can't understand what he's saying when he's talking, and that's. <laughs> well, I mean, his mouth only goes up and down. There's no I mean, context. To that's it. not his, Jason, Well, Jason, he's a muppet. He's a <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm not. We're not comparing Korean people to Muppets, by the way. That's not what we're insinuating. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. No, it's so, like how it. South Park does with the. Canadian I need to cut people. that out. I don't think we need to cut that one out. I don't think we're going to offend anybody with that one. Yeah. Uh, so th- this speaking, is something. That, no, go ahead, Jason, because I love well, the philosophical questions. Well, I was going to say, speaking of TV and and, and, and entertainment, natural uh, segue. Who? Yeah. <laughs> entertainment. Who, who will play uh, Ben Carroll when they make the uh, Ben Carroll biopic? Oh, if we're going just right off the board, any actor ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah I got absolutely. a buddy back home that always calls me Keanu Reeves. No idea why. I don't know if I look like him with no facial hair or what. I can see, but... the Neo. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it'd have to be him. That's All a good right. answer. Go. That was a confident answer too. I feel like that oh, might have yeah. been one of the more confident answers we've had. Did you did you get the run sheet ahead of time? Like, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might have sent it over to him. Now, okay, I, I'm curious. Now we had a couple of guys from last year's team, and and we asked them the same question. Two in particular. We had Jesse Mitchin, who you guys just faced off again yeah. against uh, with the Kansas City Mavericks. I know it got a little chippy out there, but he he thought of himself as Bradley Cooper. And then yeah, funny of course enough. He would. Yeah, we told we asked Zane Franklin the same question, and we told him that Bradley Cooper was Mitchin's choice. And who do you think Zane Franklin picked that would play himself? 
<laughs> the same guy. No, Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover with Bradley Cooper. Oh my god, that's actually <laughs> unreal. That would be so good. <laughs> so I thought I think the fact that you had it so confidently teed up is, is one of the I better think, answers uh, we've had. I think I, Zayner should get uh, whoever played Gimli in Lord of the Rings to play him. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are twins. Oh, shit. <laughs> We have to adjust the camera down a little bit so it can catch them just right. Yeah. All this, we, we, I may, actually, we may have had to talk about the leprechaun last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had that chat about the leprechaun costume last year, yeah. and uh, he was none too thrilled about it. It just reminds me of in the scene in Goon where he's uh, the car salesman advertising guy, and he's like, we're smashing deals away, and he punches the windshield. <laughs> and I was like, I can just imagine Zane just in the leprechaun suit, just like, just just get me out of here, please. I just yeah, he was he was not happy with that one. <laughs> but it, kind of hilarious, he, like, Yeah, because he storms off mad like a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That guy was, he was all time. He is a fan favorite. Have you guys seen those Frankie's Fanatics guys? The Frankie's Fanatics guys, yeah. I was actually at the game where they auctioned off the jerseys. I think yeah. it was the Grays, the uh, which I, Kelly Bent, is he back on the team this year? I can't remember. Yep. I haven't gone down. Okay, so I felt so terrible for him. Side story about the jersey night. That was his first game he scored his professional goal in. Mm-hmm. He sold his jersey off, and then he got not cut, but he was removed from the team the next day and didn't play for the rest of the season. Kind of a silver lining there, though. Uh, the guy who bought the jersey actually reached out to him and gave it to him. That's awesome. Oh, that's See, really nice. Yeah. That's, really cool. that's the kind of stuff that you you don't realize. But speaking of that night, yeah. I want to say Zane's jersey went for over $1,000. I think it was almost two yeah. grand, if, yeah. if I remember. Was it not? Jesus. Yeah, they went. The, I think, the, yeah, it was... the, those guys went nuts. Oh, yeah, they loved it, man. Yeah, I mean, I what's not to love about that guy, though? Like, that's true. That's true. Yeah. The guy was an all, like you said, he's all time. Now he's yeah. up back in college in Canada playing for yeah. uh, what is it? Babcock. What was his name? Babcock. Man, yeah. you've got to be able to that? get. That's like it's it sucks to see him go, and that's something that Americans yeah. fans always have to kind of to realize is you you can't get super super close to some of these guys as far as like on the ice because. You know, you never know where they're going to end up. Minor leagues is a really tough uh, venue to, to, to have fan favorites because they you guys do have to bounce around so much, you know, being moved within the organization or with different teams. But that's one of the moves where I once I heard that he was going to school and playing for Babcock, I was like, that's probably one of the best hockey decisions uh, you can make yeah. as a young player. So uh, yeah. really, really cool story for him. We but, uh... yeah. We were actually Neener. I was with uh, Nolan Neen and Phil Ballou today. We were on the way back from the gym, and we were FaceTiming Frankie and talking to him about school and stuff like that. We're, we call him every once in a while just to try to get the hook, get him back down here, but uh, it's not working yet. Maybe once the uh, once when does their season wrap up? Maybe we can snag him for the uh, for the playoff run. <sighs> yeah, honestly, it could. The only thing is, like, he wouldn't. He'd have to decide if you wanted to go back to school again next year right because it messes with all the eligibility yeah shit. i was gonna say it'd probably mess with eligibility. Pro. yeah that's but it would be it would be nice honestly he'd be a he's a good player we could just uh we could bleach his hair blonde and his beard blonde and call him bane tranklin and bring him down here as a completely fresh recruit nobody would know it's him until he got into the first scuffle and they're like wait that's yeah. Zane franklin until he uh, fought the Zane- biggest guy on the other team yeah, and then you hear Jim Ross from WWE. That's Zane Franklin's music. And he God, just, he's <laughs> dead. 
well, this is this next question is one that I'm sure if you've listened to the show before, we ask it of everyone. Uh, Dudes has been just all time lights out with his answer. Um, we've had Matt DeFranks uh, covers the Dallas Stars uh, for uh, here locally. We've had some pretty awesome answers, but I have to ask because oh, way to team me up, man. I have well, I mean, we've had Les and Lambs. They came on and they completely doused the fire. So. Uh, have you tried Whataburger? And if so, what is your go-to meal or menu item? You missed, the, you missed, the, you missed the first half of that question, Fink, since uh, based on... Yeah, I think I, I think I know what it I is, though. Whataburger or in or and out. out. I see. That's, I don't I don't want to get hurt, and that's why I don't even ask anymore. You know what? You guys are going to be disappointed as hell. I, oh, I've, never, I've never tried Whataburger. Like we say to everybody that hasn't tried it, we're all in the same realm city-wise. First meal's on us. Absolutely. Spicy ketchup. You, get, you guys want to go to Whataburger. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I, I, count us in. We'll, we'll make it happen. As long At least you didn't just like outright say, no, we're going to In-N-Out like less than lamb chops. They were just like, oh, we're going across the street to In-N-Out. I was like, unbelievable. That might be the dirt that I have on less. That guy ate In-N-Out more than he probably should have. He, he loved that heavy, place. Heavy foot. That really hurts. He must love subpar French fries. Maybe he just doesn't have the yeah. taste that we thought he did. The, they always did the animal style. I don't. I've never tried the animal style. I've I've had In and Out a couple times, but yeah, they uh, they swear by it. If you have to put sauce and cheese and other stuff on your fries to make them good, it's not good. Facts. Yeah, they can't be. Facts. Well, I mm-hmm. I I know personally, I will be happy to. Uh, to, to bring the old water hockey uh, cha-ching card out and we'll, we'll put it we'll put it on the, the water burger on the water hockey put it on tag. the chime card yeah that's yeah. gonna be like a tax write-off right since it's water water all the way around i think so, it has to be yeah we'll talk to our attorneys that we don't have and figure it out um yeah, i got a guy i got yeah, a guy to take guy. care of that for us well we don't have any questions left for you but i do have one more that's kind of off the cuff because i've been on a music kick lately What's uh what's on what's on Ben Carroll's playlist right now? What's on his day to day playlist and what's on his game day playlist? Yeah. Uh day to day I go with some, just just like rap, kind of your okay. standard like chart rap, uh, nothing okay. too crazy off the board there. Uh game days I like to kind of mix it up. I like kind of old Eminem for game days that never fails to get a guy going and <laughs> then yeah, kind of I like some classic rock too. Get some Metallica in there, you know. Stuff like that. You know, it's funny you say that. That's the one thing about the presentation of the of the pregame this year uh, with the Americans. Yeah. He's got the Metallica say, shirt on. He's repping. <laughs> lightning. Yeah. I'm a little bummed out because they uh, they would play the, the beginning of Seek and Destroy when you guys would come on the ice last year, and they don't play that this year. And I don't know if I just maybe haven't been there because I've been in the beer line. Hashtag guilty. Uh <laughs> But I don't know if they play that. And that, honestly, is, like, my favorite hype-up song now because of, like, just feeling like the, the ice – you're coming on the ice, the, the fog machine's ripping, lights are going nuts. We've had an absolute battle with I – don't, I don't know who does the music for us, but we've been, we've been going toe-to-toe with them since the start of the year to try to kind of get what we want a little bit, and they always like to throw their own mix in there. So I don't know. Yeah, we've been, we've been trying. Ice girls and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I will say that the presentation has been was has been absolutely stellar. Like the video boards, the new sound system, the LEDs, everything yeah. from top to bottom is, is fantastic. But yeah, we got to get Tool back on there. I think they played the, the beginning of forty six and two uh, between the periods when the team would come back on and seek and destroy. 
there's just something yeah. about old school Metallica that just makes you want to hit somebody. Oh yeah, is, it's unbelievable. Is there one song that you know, like that's your that's your go to hype song? What's your one? Like you're in a funk. Uh, what's the one that's gonna get you out of it? Let me check here. I'm gonna look at my uh, my pregame. This is what we should do. We should start with everyone we do an interview with. We'll we'll start making like a joint playlist with them and we'll release it to the French fries. Ooh. That's what we call fans. Good idea. We'll, do we'll start right Spotify. Now. Well, we do have a pregame Actually, playlist yeah. that I took from people, and there are some uh, interesting tunes on there to say the bit, to say the least. Um, I think I'd say <sighs> this is tough. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down is up there. And, okay, uh, enter, a little butt rock, yeah. I respect. Yeah, and uh, Enter Sandman. Classic. Uh, I mean, right, yeah, speaking yeah. of Metallica, they're going to be at uh, Globe Life Field at the end of November. <laughs> Field Park? I don't know. Yeah, one, don't of know. The, one of those that, you know, they're both concert venues now because the fucking ownership. I'm not going to go there, but I saw tickets are only like 60, 70 bucks. Not too bad. Wait, seriously? Uh, For seats, I'm pretty sure. Pit <laughs> seats are like 305. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with the pit, uh, man. Fucking if you're trying to splurge on my that. Knees, my knees hurt. Yeah, I get tired from standing <laughs> up for like five but minutes. I'd go to Metallica like, again for like 60, 70 bucks. Hell yeah, yeah I'll sit in a wheelchair accessible chair, like seat and just hang out. Dude, I, went to, I was in the pit for Metallica a few years ago, and I would highly recommend it. It's a ton of fun. And that was at Jerry World. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say the same. I, I've gotten to the age now where, like, if I love metal music, but I find myself, like, slowly creeping towards the back and going, my goodness, does it have to be so damn loud? <laughs> and then I'm like, holy shit. They're selling earplugs at, like, all the fan bays, and I'm like, I'm going to get be it one now. Those, I'm going to get it. I'm mean, like, that makes sense. Like, I have to take just... three Advil before I go to the shows and put in ear, earplugs. <laughs> You're taking your Man, cane that's... to a Metallica concert. <laughs> yeah, fat kids on hitting kids on the bare ankles, being like, "Hey, you have no idea what's going on here." Man, that's the three things I want to happen at a metal concert. I want to jump into the pit if they have a mosh going. I want Done. my neck to hurt like shit the next day from head banging <laughs> so much, and I want my ears to be ringing when I'm walking out. You want to know how you can do that and not have to go to a concert? Just turn thirty. <laughs> You, I don't know if you'll be Almost able to there. jump at all. Yeah, you won't be able to jump <laughs> much more, but the, the neck hurting and the ears ringing, man, that just comes natural. So, But, well, Ben, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know we, we just started catching up here a couple of days ago, so for you to turn around and, and come off after a road trip and, and hop on with us is awesome. Uh, Going to leave it open, Mike, to you for just a second. Do you have a message for any of the Americans fans? Um, anything you want to say before we wrap this one up? I think just kind of stick with us here early in the season, and I think we'll get rolling and get into a deep playoff push just like we have in the past. Yeah, I, I've got no doubt. You guys have a ton of talent and a ton of experience, and uh, hopefully we can get that Antoine Bubo kid to uh, hang around Allen for a couple of games and yeah. not just uh, up and down yo-yoing. But, <laughs> boys, I don't know. We don't have any more uh, Razorisms of the week. We haven't been collecting them. We've been some some shabby show hosts, so we don't have any sound bites for you. Uh, that's it's on true. us. That's on us. It's true. Uh, it's not on Blake. I don't know if you know that skit. It's not on Blake. That's a Doc Rivers quote. Um, <laughs> but uh, with that being said, uh, we do have to put you on the spot one more time, Ben. We usually have a sign-off that we all do. Uh, what's the oh, Ben no. Carroll sign-off? And we'll call this one an episode. <laughs> you can't do that to a guy. I do it. To, we do it to everybody. We, you're yeah, not the first. 
yeah, and you, you won't be the last. And yeah, you won't be the last. And you can't say uh, back check, four check, paycheck because Vern Fiddler was the first one to say it, and he's he's he will like basically set the standard. <laughs> That's tough. What's I'm trying to think of something from Anchorman here that we could go with. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm and I'm Tits McGee signing off. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Oh man. <laughs> well, thank you again for your time, Patrick. Let them know. Stay sassy, always. <laughs> yeah, always stay moist. And <laughs> whatever you do for for an OM, whatever you do, don't for whatever reason, even if you're 30 years old in a mosh pit, forget your Kermit tattoos. <laughs> It was like one time uh, I was able to get on stage with Newfound Glory 